Running your own business can be lonely, finding reliable professionals difficult, and generating new business challenging, but not when you have a business network. NewGen Networking provides its members with new and exciting business opportunities, with the chance to build lasting relationships with vetted businesses who can act as your sales team and solve the issue of who to turn to in your hour of need. With a range of flexible and affordable solutions, NewGen apply tried and tested principles in a modern way to suit today's world. To find the right option for your business, visit newgen-networking.com or call 033-600-680. NewGen Networking. New business, new contacts, a new generation of networking. You're listening to the New Gen Podcast exclusively on the Pod Station. Here is an interview with one of our members from the Einstein Hub. Let's go then, our business feature, and it's Mr. Forrest. How are you doing, sir? I'm very well, thanks, John. Very good. And happy birthday for today. Oh, sorry. thank you very much. So I'd like you just to start by a little bit of background, really, about your business and how you got started. Um, yeah, I, I sort of grew up, if you like, in the the sort of building society world. So I worked for a couple of building societies, um, God, many years ago now. Um, did sort of all the jobs you could do from sort of working on the counter right the way through and the natural progression was to become sort of like a mortgage advisor and obviously branch manager and underwriter and all those type of things so um when the old crash came in 2008 it was like what do i do um you know um sort of like building societies and banks were really cutting back so uh, i sort of decided to go out on my own and, uh, and i actually joined one of my sort of brokers at the time um mm. when it was probably you know whether it was a good thing was to set up a mortgage company in the height of the financial crash i don't know um yeah. boy boy was it a, you know boy was it a tough ride to to get started but you know started with no clients at all wondered how we do it but just started building a business really um around around just looking after clients for yeah. you know for finance and stuff like that when um you know, it, it was difficult anyway for people to sort of arrange mortgages. But then I, I sort of quite, I got onto the fact that estate agents, you know, when you're buying a house, you've got to deal with an estate agent. Um, so I learned that world really by, you know, working with a couple of estate agents and really mm-hmm. studying how that works. Um, so not only do you give the client, you know, the, the finance and the buying of the house, but it's the actual journey of the whole thing really. You know, um, so that's how we we sort of started. We started to sort of like learn about that and build it. Just build a client bank up over the years. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so so I, I know you're independent. You're an independent broker. Um, one question: Why would somebody use somebody who is independent or a broker? Why not just go to your own bank? Yeah, I mean, independent. I don't think anyone can actually call themselves independent anymore because I think that word you'd have to use every bank in the world effectively. So, but what we are, we're what called we have a we have a panel of lenders which is representative of the whole of the market. So, but that'll be all the lenders that you can think of, you know. Um, So, why would you use a broker against going to the bank? I mean, over the years, obviously, it's harder and harder to 
to sort of go and go along to your bank and get an appointment to see someone about a mortgage. Um, effectively, if you wanted to search the market and you wanted to do it on the high street, you'd have to go and have a two-hour appointment in every bank and find mm. out their products. Um, where obviously we can do research. So our, our job is really about a research. Um, I sort of equate it a bit like it's a bit like a lab. You know, you get someone's details and then you you, you come up, you put up, put everything in the mix and come up with a, a solution or a number of solutions. Really, I always find with clients you want to have a number of solutions because anything can go wrong, or something can happen where you can say, well, we can't do that, but we'll do it this way. So I think it's more you've got you've got you've got choice. You know, you've got someone out there searching the market for you and looking for the best solutions. I think probably the biggest thing is we don't do anything off the shelf whereby, you know, if you go along to one bank, you're going to get the view of the world. Yeah. My my sort of role is to, to come up with the best solution for you as an individual um, rather than, you know, one size fits all and we do all the same. So we do design a mortgage and not just for today, but for future. So we're looking at what's going to happen in the future and stuff like that. So that's, that's probably the main reason why you do it is just for the, for the search around and this, like to say expertise of you know matching you with the with the lender so, so it's, re- it's really important in that side of getting to know the clients isn't it and, and exactly what they're trying to achieve really you yeah. say, rather than just that's probably the, big, the biggest part of of doing what we do is actually and, and we're the sort of the pandemic we've been in and you can't people meet people face to face it does make it a little bit harder i mean zoom's great you know you can meet yeah. people you can meet people at a distance that's absolutely fantastic you can meet people in different towns and all that which you never would have done but i always found when you when you're dealing with with someone and when you're dealing with something quite personal because you know it's it's a house it's a mortgage it's finance you know when you sat with someone those soft facts come out that people probably wouldn't tell you over the phone or as a you know at a distance um those soft facts about you know how they earn the money how what they want to do what's their aspirations and stuff like that that's harder to get if you're not a face-to-face so sort of for me I would say probably, you know, 95% of my appointments were really always face-to-face, either in the office or sat at someone's, on someone's sofa. So that's been a little bit of a tough time. While it's been great and we've developed a new skill, the days of getting back to that and sitting with people, you know, thankfully they're coming back a little bit um, because it is about anyone anyone can write a mortgage, you know, and put a mortgage application in. A client can do that online. We can do it online now in seconds and get an approval. But it's about asking those questions. So tell me about what do you want to do in five years? What do you want to do in 10 years? What do you want it to look like? You know, how can we start to design that now that will get us to where we want to be? So yeah, all the, all that's 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 probably the most interesting part of the job rather than would, just... Would you say there's a, is it a typical client or a, or a typical sort of case that you deal with? Um, I mean... Brokers generally will tend to sort of like be experts in certain sort of areas. Um, I'd say probably because of our, you know, dealing with sort of estate agents, you know, certainly first time buyers are, are a big area that we deal with. Um, and and one of one of the good things about that, they actually don't know anything. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're dealing in a world where no one sits someone down in school and says, listen, one day you might have to spend the most money you're ever going to spend in your life. And this is possibly what you do. No, we don't teach them about that which could be a good thing for, for me because they don't know anything. But really the financial education, we don't leave school with any financial education whatsoever, whether it be to how to run a business, how to do accounts. You know, the most important things in your life, how to run a bank account. I know there is some of that in school now, but you know we're getting people who, you know, meet someone, you know, they've got a job, they meet someone, 
they've left school, get to sort of 20, and then one one Saturday afternoon, they go, should we buy a house? Yeah, where should we go? We'll go along to the estate agent, shall we? You know, and they're actually open to the whole thing, aren't they? People could yeah. tell them anything. Yeah. And you're yeah. buying you're buying something that's going to be your house. It's a, I've always, I say to every client, I've heard, this is an emotional process. It's not a car. I mean, cars can be an emotional process if you, you really like it, but <laughs> buying a house is an emotional process. Yeah. You know, I always say to, say to people, the minute you walk in it and you like it, you're actually already living there. Yeah. yeah. And you're open to people just telling you anything. And we try and take that away from people and say, look, Let's step back. Let's not do things at rapid speed. Still do them at the speed we need to do, but let's talk about it and what are we going to do? Because people will make decisions quite, you know, maybe the wrong decision quickly if they're under pressure. And anyone buying a house is under pressure for whatever reason. So we have we have a sort of a sort of rule that we have vulnerable customers. We all have vulnerable customers, don't we? You know, they may be of a certain age or whatever, but I try to look at every client of mine as a vulnerable customer yeah. because they're under pressure. Yeah. So it's to take that away a little bit and try and take the stress I know, out. I know you do a lot where you, like you say, you've worked with the state agents, so you, you'll, you'll deal with the estate agent, you'll deal with the solicitor. Yeah. For the protection. I know you, you sort of try and see the whole thing right through, don't you? For, for the yeah. Client. Yeah. But what, we, what we'll do is we'll say to the beginning, look, we will take over everything. We will keep you informed. We will let you know what's happening, but we will liaise with the estate agent. We will tell them what's happening because they will put again put pressure on, and and we'll sort of say no, look, calm down. We'll deal with that. Um, we'll we'll either deal with the um, you know we've got trusted conveyances and solicitors we use, um, or if it's their own, we'll keep them up to date along the process and try and stop the phone calls going to the client. And my real aim is, I always say to them. You know, the hardest part is you've got to find the house. You find the house. Once you've found the house, maybe 12 weeks later, you'll get the keys and move in. And you might say, I don't know how we did that, but you will know everything. But it'll hopefully be quite a smooth process. In what is in in England, slightly different in Scotland, is quite a sort of old process and quite a clunky thing to do sometimes. So, yeah, we try and smooth it along for them. That, that, that's great. That's brilliant. Really, really interesting that, Dave. What, what then is it? Just in closing, would you say it's like an ideal referral for you? Um, it's difficult to you say everybody, anyone who's got a mortgage. I mean, you know, mortgages, there's tons and tons of people out there who don't review their mortgage regularly. Yeah. You know, um, and I'd say probably anybody out there who's got a mortgage just needs to be looked over and see if they're on track for what they thought they'd got. Um, they might need tweaking a bit or they might... They, there might be something they don't they can do that they don't know they can do, and you know we'll do a free review and just give them some good honest advice of what they've got. Um, the broker might have gone away and not be around anymore. The bank, might, the local bank, might have closed, so they can't get in there. I mean, what we do for all our clients, I always say, what you be, once you become a client of mine, I'd like to think you're client forever, um, as long as we can. You know, we will put a review in. Um, maybe call once a year and then when at the end of any any rate six months before the any any rate is up we'll give them a call and just remind them that rate's coming up let's set up a meeting and see where we're going to go next time so really it is anybody with a mortgage but certainly if someone's looking to buy a house what i'd probably say to so many people go and look at the house before they've sorted the finance and especially in today's market when things are moving fast you want to have your finances in order first because that puts you in the strong position to negotiate a little bit and try and win the house that you want to get because you're probably going to be in a race with five, six, seven other people who may not have been and seen me and done that bit. And if we can get you there, that might at least win you the property 
that you've gone and seen and you love. So yeah, that's that's sort of what we're looking for. Okay, that's brilliant. Thank you. Thanks very much, Dave. I'm not sure whether anybody got any quick questions. Fan house is probably the most stressful thing you'll ever do, other than taking your driving test. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I, you know, how, how do you take people through that journey? I think you mentioned a couple of things, but then I, I, I think about my kids and think, how, how are our kids ever going to get on the house ladder? On the house ladder? It's just that's, like a, that's a challenge, isn't it? Big challenge. It is a good question, that Neil. I think what it is, it's it's sitting someone down for an hour at the very beginning when they're excited about, you know, buying a house and all that, and go through. And I say the terminology that they're going to hear from everybody because they hear the same thing from the estate agent or from you know, uh, from the solicitors and, and actually walk them through every single stage that's going to happen to them. We'll deal with it, but they're going to hear things, you know, that might panic them. So it's telling them those things. Yeah. Um, and if if they're really young and they're just starting it, yeah, just giving them an idea of, you know, what a mortgage looks like, how it works, you know, the different options as well. Because I always say there's, there's so many things of, like the, I call it a bit like the man down the pub syndrome, you know, well, my mate said you shouldn't have one of them, and my mate said you've got to get this. Well, I'm sure we all hear that in our sort of work. So yeah, it's it's busting those myths a little bit, Neil, that are out there. In the current climate, bearing in mind we're just coming out of the middle of a, a, a worldwide pandemic, what are the biggest challenges people are facing in trying to get a mortgage at the minute? And is there anything they could be doing specifically to try and address those challenges? Yeah, I mean, probably not changed that much, Mark, to, to even over the pandemic, because really the lenders haven't really changed their stance. They're still awash with money and want to lend. Um, you know, they're coming out with more and more schemes all the time, 95% back now. Um, it went away for about a year, but it's back. Um, but what people want to do, you want to... There's a few things you do. One, check your credit file. If you don't look at your credit file and you haven't got it on your phone get it and study it once a month have a look at it because so many times people come to us and they think they're what i would call maybe a1 you know not a problem we credit score them and they fail and we have a look and there's a mistake by a credit company a credit company's put something on there that shouldn't be on um, said you've missed something when you haven't and trying to get that change is an absolute nightmare and you normally end up threatening them with the ombudsman in order to get it changed. And we've had instances where someone's failing, they sort that out with the company that wasn't it, they instantly pass. But if your score's 999, you're gonna get a choice of all the top lenders. But if it's lower, you're gonna be a little bit lower. And that means then you're into higher interest rates for a bit, so it'll cost you money. So I think that's my biggest tip is, don't be scared to look at your credit file and check your bank statements. Check your bank statements to make sure there's no mistakes, but also just generally once a month do a little check on your bank statements, run your run your, run your finances like you run your business. I once had a lady that came in to me with three years' worth of bank statements unopened and said, could you open those for me and look at them? I don't want to look at them. <laughs> but that's what finance is. It's People are scared of it, but it, it's just ins and outs in it, and you've just got to check it. So, yeah, good, a good question mark. But, yeah, just keep things on top of things, and then when you go for it, you're always going to be all right. Helen, you nearly fell off your chair then, didn't you, when you heard that? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, can you recommend any? I'm just looking now, actually, on the apps for credit checks, which is the best one you'd suggest? Um, there's, what, there's a couple a couple of them that give you free for 30 days, and then obviously mm. they charge you. Yeah. Um, credit Karma, I think it's called Credit Karma, is free. Okay. So it just gives you the general rule. They're all different. 
um, and they don't have everything on there. Um, yeah. But yeah, Credit Karma. Well, I think even like Clear Score might be free. Um, but yeah, okay. Credit Karma app on your phone. You can go on it. Some people aren't on. You know, they live in the house and aren't on the electoral roll. So check that. Just little things like that, and then you know okay. you can see it. See it. You can see it increase. So sometimes we'll have someone with a sort of credit scores a bit low, and I'll say, well, look at the moment we can't do anything. But if we work on that over the next few months, we'll build it up and we'll we'll get you better deals. So yeah. Fab, thank you. Brilliant. That's great. Thanks so much, Dave. Thanks, John. If you would like to visit one of our online or face-to-face hubs, visit newgen-networking.com and book a place. Get social at Network New Gen on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn.